Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to tune into this podcast during this Easter season. We've been offering these online services every week since the first lockdown began. Each act of worship combines archive recordings of our choir and congregational singing with newly recorded readings, intercessions and sermons. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text of how to do so. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. welcome you very warmly to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this Easter day. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. 
We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament reading is taken from Ezekiel, chapter 37, beginning at the first verse. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them around about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise, and behold a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it, and performed it, saith the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament reading is taken from Luke chapter 24, beginning at the 13th verse. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about threescore furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another as ye walk, and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre, and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things, and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread, and blessed it, and brake, and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn with us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, and returned to Jerusalem, and found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Overcome the old order of sin and death to make. 
May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. For us in the Northern Hemisphere, our Easter celebrations of Christ's resurrection resonate with what we observe in the natural world around us. It's as if all of creation shares in our celebration and indeed shares in the experience of resurrection itself. What appeared to be dead and decaying matter just weeks ago has burst into glorious new life. The experience of Easter last year separated from one another prompted a particular appreciation of this natural cycle for me and for many others I understand. This Easter, our social circumstances also seem to resonate with the Easter story. The doors of so many of the places where we ordinarily live our lives have been firmly shut for some months, so that we've come to fear that many may never open again. Suddenly, though, many are bursting open. It may feel as if our lives are being resurrected. We have great hopes that we are emerging from a place of death, with the National Vaccine Programme progressing apace. But of course, that is not everyone's experience at this time. Many countries around the world are yet to see any significant numbers of their populations vaccinated. Others continue to experience widespread community transmission and death. Even in our nation, as the mood generally lightens, there are those for whom financial crisis looms large. For others, these are the very darkest hours, because despite the promise of dawn, a loved one lays dying. We are living between times. The tightest control measures and the greatest disruption to our lives resulting from COVID, at least the variants currently with us, are behind for most of us. Many of us, including myself, have received at least our first vaccine shot. Nevertheless, the constraints on our lives and the effect of them and those we've experienced over this past year continue. An end to the COVID crisis remains a distant prospect. Within the yearly cycle of life and death that we see in the world around us and the round of liturgical celebrations, we each move through the seasons and events of our own lives. As Christians, though, we share a very particular experience of time. Through faith in Christ, all of his spiritual blessings are ours. But the full enjoyment of those blessings is not yet realised. We live between times. In his second letter to the Philippians, Paul wrote of God working out salvation within us. Our citizenship is in heaven. And through Christ, our lowly bodies are transformed so that they will be like his glorious body. This process of sanctification, as theologians sometimes describe it, is far from straightforward for us, though. In Genesis chapter 2, we read how in the beginning God breathed life into a lump of clay. The word for breath that is used in the Hebrew scriptures there is the same as that for spirit. God breathed life into a lump of clay. He animated it with his spirit. With Christ's resurrection and the outpouring of his spirit at Pentecost, we are raised spiritually. We have passed from death to life. We can await with confidence our future resurrection. As we look back to Christ's resurrection then, we are assured of our own future. And yet, 
God remains a mystery to us since we are part of the world that resists him and his purposes. And as God remains a mystery, so we remain a mystery to ourselves and to one another. The fullness of what we have been created to be. Scripture tells us that the life of faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. It is with this hope that we face the future and whatever it may hold, as today we proclaim, Christ is risen. To close this evening, I'd like to share with you a poem that some of you may have heard last year. It's entitled Easter 2020 and it was written by Malcolm Geith. Being reminded of it this week, it struck me again that in looking back, we can find assurance about our future. It reminds us of the circumstances of last Easter, but it also makes reference to what we only imagined then, but is this year recovered. And it points to Christ's presence always to those in need. And where is Jesus this strange Easter day? Not lost in our locked churches any more than he was sealed in that dark sepulchre. The locks are loosed, the stone is rolled away, and he is up and risen long before, alive at large and making his strong way into the world he gave his life to save. No need to seek him in his empty grave. He might have been a wafer in the hands of priests this day, or music from the lips of red-robed choristers. Instead, he slips away from church, shakes off our linen bands to don his apron with a nurse. He grips and lifts a stretcher, soothes with gentle hands the frail flesh of the dying, gives them hope, breathes with the breathless, lends them strength to cope. On Thursday, we applauded, for he came and served us in a thousand names and faces, mopping our sick room floors and catching traces of that corona which was death to him. Good Friday happened in a thousand places where Jesus held the helpless, died with them that they might share his Easter in their need. Now they are risen with him, risen indeed. Thanks be to God. Amen.
In the joy and hope of the resurrection, let us pray to our Heavenly Father. Almighty God, we thank you for your many gifts to us. Give us thankful hearts for all your many blessings. We hold before you this day the needs of our world and all whom we carry in our hearts. We pray for the leaders of the nations and for all in positions of leadership and authority. We pray for those responsible for managing and supporting fragile economies, allocating inadequate resources, and striving to care for those whom they govern. We continue to pray especially for all who work in the medical and caring professions, for those who continue to struggle to tend the sick and to sustain life in the shadow of the pandemic. And we pray especially for any whose own health and well-being has been put at risk through their care for others. We pray for those who keep our supplies of food and necessary resources available, for those responsible for administering justice, law and order. And we pray too for our journalists and for those who work in the media. We pray for all who disseminate advice and information at a time of continuing uncertainty and fear, and we pray that they may do so wisely and well. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. On this Easter day, we celebrate with many Christians throughout the world the gift of new life and new hope in the risen Christ. We pray for the church worldwide, remembering especially Christians who are persecuted for their faith. We give thanks for all who have supported and inspired us on our own journeys of faith. And we pray that we in turn may be worthy ambassadors of Christ's gospel of peace. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Crucified and risen Christ, the light of life, hold in your loving arms all who are suffering this day. We pray for those struggling with physical, psychological or emotional pain. We pray especially for all whose lives have been devastated by the pandemic over this past year. We pray for those who are still isolated at home and remain cut off from friends and loved ones. We pray for all who are fearful for the future, for their employment or their financial well-being. And we remember also those who are still living with the desolation of bereavement and loss. Surround them all with your love and bring them your peace. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, you create light in the heart of darkness and draw forth hope from the midst of despair. We give thanks for the light of your gospel and pray that we may all strive to be bearers of your light and your hope. Strengthen us in our discipleship. Encourage us when we feel lost or alone and help us all to know your presence in our lives. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we hold before you this night all whom we carry in our hearts. Those who are in particular need of our prayers and those who have no one to pray for them. We name them before you in the silence of our hearts and we ask your blessing upon them. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask for your protection and guidance. May your love surround us. May your wisdom inspire us. 
May your will direct us, may your strength sustain us, and may your holy angels guard, protect and defend us in all that we do. We ask this in the name of Jesus our Lord. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. of God which passeth all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son Jesus Christ our Lord and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always <laughs>